0: Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. Over the last couple of days, I've been talking about what to do when you notice yourself just kind of feeling blah. Right? And I had shared with you that these, I don't know, first couple of days in January, like I'm finding myself just feeling really blah. Like I kind of feel depleted. I don't feel very excited or alive or lit up or inspired right now about anything. I'm also finding that, you know, obviously all the things that I put off in December, because literally I was working to capacity to get ready for the holidays and to still show up for my clients. And the couple of months before that, I was pressed for time to finish my book and get it launched. I'm now catching up on some rest. I'm trying to catch up on things that I couldn't get to. And I kind of started the month already, not kind of, but I started the month feeling really depleted. So I'm trying to help myself get curious about why I'm feeling kind of blah here and help myself move through it. And I'm hoping that the things that I'm offering and talking about that I'm trying will also help you. Okay, so here's what I want to talk to you about today. There are some very foundational habits that I think we all try to argue with. And when I say argue with, meaning that we try to tell ourselves that we don't really need to pay attention to these things. And I want to tell you straight up, you do. So you're going to hear me mention these very basic boring things, but I'm mentioning them because of how important they are. Okay. Now, I don't want you to listen to today's podcast and feel guilty if you're not doing any of these things, but I do want it to be a nudge, a wake up call for you to help you remember that these are things that are foundational that you need to decide intentionally to prioritize. Okay. The first thing adequate sleep. We all need different amounts of sleep. But I have noticed time and time again in friends and clients and myself that we get really hyper focused on being productive and getting more done. And oftentimes we will sacrifice our sleep in order to do so. So that is the first thing I want you to check in on. How much sleep do you know your body needs in order to function? And how willing are you to make sure that you get that amount of sleep? And what prevents you from doing that? Sleep is huge. The second thing I want to bring to your attention, and again, you might be like, oh my God, Terry, this is so boring. Okay, it is boring, maybe, but it is so important. Hydrated. Hydrated. How hydrated are you? Getting in your water, right? We There's so many different stats in there on how much water we need per day. You know, some people will tell you, um, you know, you need six, the equivalent of six bottles of water a day. Others will tell you, oh no, you need eight cups a day. Feel free to do your own research on exactly how many cups of water a day you feel like you need. But again, don't Argue with the fact that your body needs that daily hydration. Just don't do it anymore because it's just something that you need. I will tell you one of my tips for starting my day off and making sure I'm hydrated before I even walk out to do my workout at 8 o'clock is from the time that I wake up at about 5.30 or 6, I set a timer in 15 minute increments and every 15 minutes I will drink a small glass of water so by the time I actually go to work out potentially I have had anywhere from two to three bottles of water and it's just a really great way to start the day so that's a little tip that you can use the other thing that you can do with water that I think is also helpful is that any time you're driving in your car you can set a goal for the amount of water that you're going to drink it can be you know if you have like i always have a yeti with me or a stanley cup and you know i might you know make it my goal to have half of the cup whatever it is you know it doesn't really matter what it is that you're doing as long as you find a way to easily hydrate yourself okay here's something else that we we all tend to argue with movement okay and we do. We Sometimes when we get too busy, the first thing to go is we tell ourselves, okay, I can skip exercise. I'll get back on track once I catch up. Nope. Exercise and movement is a foundational habit that you must intentionally start prioritizing. And here's what's really interesting, right? When you start to pay attention to people in their 50s, in their 60s, in their 70s, 80s, and beyond who are thriving healthfully. If you ask them why they are thriving, they will always, without a doubt, mention the fact that they have always prioritized exercise or movement. And it doesn't have to be some over-the-top aerobics class. It doesn't have to be that. In fact, functional movement is some of the best movement for you. And what that looks like is just taking a walk. You know, we've all heard those tips and tricks about, you know, parking your car from the grocery store, or, you know, if you have to go mail a letter, walk the two blocks on your lunch hour, whatever that may be. But there is so much truth in that. Movement is truly a non-negotiable And even if you have to start with five minutes a day so you start to build the identity of someone who is a daily walker, fantastic. Do it. But please start stop actually arguing with whether or not you need movement. Okay, you just do. Here's the other thing I want to bring to your attention. And you know, I'm not a a big follow a diet kind of a person. I think, you know, I'm fifty-five years old by this point. I've really learned food-wise, drink-wise, what works for my body. I'm always kind of tweaking it a little bit, but I don't tend to go on diets anymore because, first of all, they never really worked for me. And second of all, the minute I say I'm on a diet, then I just want to rebel and that doesn't work for me. But what I have come to find out is just in building a really good relationship to my body, I know what works for me to eat and what doesn't. But here's what I want to tell you. There are certain non-negotiables that just stop arguing with arguing with the truth of these these non-negotiables. This is what I'm going to tell you, God. And I'm just I'm spouting gibberish, and I don't mean to, but here's what I'm trying to say: processed food. Do your best to have as little of it as possible. I'm talking about. This, the shit that you're buying in the frozen food section, the, the sugar that you're ingesting, the flour, the white flour that you're ingesting. And I know we are, we're probably all getting really sick of hearing whole foods, whole foods, whole foods and vegetables and fruits and high quality protein and good fats. The reason we keep hearing it is because it's so true right? It's what our body needs. And I'm not trying to say this to shame you if you're in the habit of going through the drive through and getting the fast food and you know you're feeding your family the frozen dinner from the freezer. There is no shame and no guilt in any of that. But please be aware all of those processed things they take a toll on your body and they sap your energy. They, they just do. They can affect your mood. They, they can affect everything about your health, right? So again, to recap, here's what we've kind of talked about today. The, the non-negotiables that we all tend to argue with, that if you are going through a period where you feel blah, make sure you have these things in place, even if it's for a short period of time, okay? Get your sleep. Make sure you're getting adequate sleep. Make sure you're drinking your water prioritize getting healthy foods into your body and make sure that you are moving. Those, those four things, if you get in the habit of doing those four things, my friends, I know you're going to feel so much better so quickly.